Welcome to Burkamp Wonderland, the home of Arsenal Podcasts. Right, we could have a moan, we could stamp our feet and shout and scream and go, this isn't good enough, or we could take the positives out of this and go, top of the league after six games. That's not too bad. Yes, the invincible season is, is out the window, but that doesn't matter. We were by far the better team. We had the most attacking creativityness and all that other good stuff. And for me, I enjoyed the game. We just caught, caught out a couple of times. And yeah, I can see why you lot are angry in the chat because it was the same thing over and over. Um, they get us on the counter-attack. We go three at the back, trying to pump the midfield full of players. And then we get caught out. We get our pants pulled down and our bottoms smacked. But it's a learning curve, people. Don't get angry. Look to the future. Saka is back. And they look great. With me this afternoon, this morning, tonight, whatever time it is where you are, to discuss this, it's Deke. How you doing, Treacle? Yeah, it's. I can appreciate what chat are doing and saying it's uh, extremely difficult. I'm trying to rant and rave about a Fabio Vieira pass pre-pod. Um, we'll talk about it as the game pro- time progresses through the game as You're we break it down. Busy. Hunting for it. I'm hunting desperately for a video. It's like prime measure Urzil pass. It was creme de la creme, stunning stuff. But anyway, uh, difficult, difficult watch. But yeah, you're completely correct. It's very much in a situation where we're trying to grab hold of positives and hold on to them because that's all we can do right now. Is there any point shouting and screaming and going, same bullshit again, it's an absolute disgrace, don't we ever learn? But just look at that game. If you'd have taken the goals out of that game, which you're never going to do a bit of game, and you just look, if you did the highlights about the goals is the point I'm making, we were scintillating we were effervescent we were tickling the balls of everybody that was watching and we were magnificent and sooner or later this is going to come together and they were just lucky that three times they caught us on the break and this is what happens when you play play attacking fast flowing football and just wise heads they knew what they were doing this they got us on the same ball twice and if that goal would wouldn't have been disallowed in the first place then we'd have probably gone on and won the game, not just because we'd have been one nil up, but because we were the better team. And it's I enjoyed it. It was beautiful to watch at times, but it was also infuriating. We were still making the same mistakes over and over. But learning curve, people. Should we say hello to some of the, the Let's angry do that. Let's totally chat? do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. <laughs> right. And is there. Same who's old here Arsenal. with us? To sp- who's, here's, who's here with us to s- sort of absorb some of this misery <laughs> and try and turn uh, it to positives? Uh, and says, same old Arsenal under Arteta. First real challenge of the season failed. Bl- blame or blame officials all you like, but we were lightweight second half. That's because we were stunning in the first half. We had our moments in the second half, but you are coming up against a manager who has won loads of stuff with Ajax in, in Holland, in, in Ten Hag, and they got some players out there trying to turn things around, and they were on a run like we were. Um, anyway, I... Gabriel and also says Gabriel and Saliba defending defended well against poor teams that uh, we played against before today. However, they simply weren't good enough against the top six side. We'll see if they weren't. Give them more time. Colito, howdy guys, not what we expected. Loki, hello, Ronry. Did we play well for lots of this game? Did Var Shafters? Are we a young team with young managers still learning? Are we still top? Well, there you go. I think that's we can go now. That's summed everything up. Cheers, Ronry. Lovely. Formerly knows her, as always, you've got wise words. Now, we are going to lose three games in a row. That's how it worked. Hashtag formerly knows her out. Uh, Kalito, Mayday started out so nice. 
Oh, my day. I'll say it's not really May, is it? Um, Ron Ree, the fucking negativity by so-called Arsenal fans is more typical than that performance. That's it. Paul Nell, Man United plus VAR, three, Arsenal, one. <laughs> Loki, how the fuck did we lose to that pile of shit? Good point. Um, I can see I can see a virtual meter of Deke slowly filling up with things he wants to say, and he's about 82% at the moment. So I've got to quickly get through I'm these. I'm not doing well. I'm not doing well. It's going to erupt because look at look at the boy's eyes. I'm not giving anything away, but the boy's <laughs> eyes tell you a story of uh, disobedience and rule breaking. <laughs> Loki says, "Why don't we shoot more?" Oh, I never thought of that. Um, super. See what Super's got to say. Stopped in for a light before I head out to the beach, the Bush Stadium for some cards and cubs. Oh, um, I'm not sure what that means. Deke's gone. Uh, it's gone. Um, Men in black to try and cover up the evidence. Nosa says, how long are you going to use the young team and young inexperienced manager excuse? Um, yeah, quite a few times. Who else have we got here? Tubeful says, small. Excellent. That's probably the best comment so far of the day. Um, oh, Thunder's in here. What is What does Thunder had to say? Uh, hard to say. I still couldn't make out our formation off those three subs. I expect him to start on Thursday against Zurich. Um, Zurich. Told before, too much ball watching by our back line. They were slow to react to the runs. Other than that, a decent performance. Ah, Mr. Wilson, dear boy. Arsenal were, were competitive. That's all you can ask, really. Fuck me. The autocorrect on some of the shit you lot are doing and making me sound look like I can't read. Avon, <laughs> glad you asked. Deep, deep fucking despair. There you go. Honest, if not anything. Rudy, the cancelled goal decided the run of the game. Yep, that's what I thought at the beginning. Uh, what else have we got in there? RBX says, cheer up. Come on, you gunners. Lovely. Apurv is there. Apurv, uh, deflating result. That's true. Cheboy72, that was like an old school Arsenal United game. We played all the football. They scored the goals. Annoying as fuck, but we needed to keep the level up. How did you get around the swear filter? Unless Nick is there um, doing what Nick does best. Uh, what else have we got in here? Jim Eves, that's a name I haven't read anything from. Unhappy, but we were the better team. Played them off the park. Exactly. Ah, oh, Hendricks, my friend an Arsenal mate in Brazil. Fellow Corinthians fan. I can't say anything right now. I am so mad. Fair enough. And uh, Natasha is here. Hello, Natasha. It's been a while, I think. Disappointing, but if we'd played against 12 men on the pitch, this is the result. F-O-Y-M. Fuck off, you manx. <laughs> and finally, before we let Deke speak, he's at 101%. Noza, we really have the youngest manager and the youngest team. Our oh, Nick says he clicks buttons. Deke, right, what have you got to say about the game? Um, I have made notes on the game, but I don't really think we need to go into the notes in too much detail. Just just, just have, just, just uh, let rip. Have a, have a, have a few words with the, with the punters. It's difficult. Um, I want to unleash... And get really, really annoyed. Um, it was a very frustrating game. I think everybody, I think everybody's on the same page when it comes to the game with what happened with the passage of play where Martinelli's first goal got disallowed. I think we can all agree that that the moment that changed, the whole it just shifted completely into United's favour. Um, we've seen so far in the in the league and everything like that. You know, we're, we're six games in and. We've seen when situations go against us, we bounce back. But we still have this um, mentality when it comes to United. I put out a tweet and I feel like this really, really hits home. 
Um, so Arsenal have the mindset of still playing the Man United of old and not the Man United of now. We definitely should be destroying them, that's for sure. So I, I feel like we're still very much caught up in that and the VAR decision. Um, it's supposed to be clear and obvious as much as it might be a foul. It's a light one at best. VAR's job is to be for clear and obvious fouls and for all, and for they showed replays of the referee who's can't remember his name on the day. Um, who, yeah, that's the one, um, Salford boy. So from Manchester himself, was well within 10 yards of the incident and didn't feel like there was anything there because it was a light foul because fouls go on. It's whether how light they are. So you're being impeded for being physically stronger than somebody else, basically, is what we're trying to fathom out, really. And the goal was disallowed and, uh, you know, once again, um, I feel like the celebration police has only really come into play since VAR because, let's be honest, the first ever celebration police was the VAR. They don't like it. Even in the second half, there's one point where we knew the player was offside and they just let it run and run and run and run. Another stupid thing with football that they need to get rid of. Um, right, let's uh, go and have a look through some of the uh, the notes that I've made. Uh, I stopped doing it towards the end of the game because I was just getting, I was getting frustrated me. Yeah, uh, lineups continuity is key for Mikel, isn't it? Agreed. I um looking at the lineup and everything like I really like the fact that we had Zinchenko back in the lineup and Tierney wasn't as much as Tierney did a good job um in the game against Fulham. I really feel like we lost something when it came to Zinchenko. Clearly, Arteta's playing with inverted wing backs with White and Zinchenko originally before the uh, the knee injury. Tierney had to sort of jump in for was playing with inverted wing backs and Tierney really couldn't do that and was ended up being, you know, very much out on the out and wing, which is what he was used to doing anyway. So overall, I thought the, 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 the decisions to be made for the lineup was correct. However, the reason why Zinchenko was picked over Tierney is because we don't have the luxury to be able to have that, um, that lack of quality when it comes to inverted wing backs. We don't have party at the moment. Zinchenko is there to assist him if anything goes wrong. And, uh, with Sambi, sorry, I, I mean, and we don't have party. So overall, I feel like we started the game correct with who we chose. Um, I just feel like we're very unlucky with decisions made in the game. But I don't know how you feel about that one, Danny. Um, yeah, I think some of the decisions weren't going to go our way, but they never do at Old Trafford. But I'm not blaming the decisions on this. I'm blaming just uh, their inability to go, oh, we're attacking, we're three at the back, and through balls, cutting them out, cutting them open. Uh, was, they were far too easy to uh, we're pushing so far upfield for the whole of the game. Um, th uh, Thunder says, where is this, quote, we played them off the park coming from? First 10 minutes, it was them. The rest of the first half was us. The second half, we had we both had um, bouts of us doing well. Um, that's where it comes from. I think we were brilliant at times. We were scintillating at times. It was, it was wonderful to see the football we were playing at times. Um, Carlito says, giving up one counter-attacking goal, you'd think we'd learn our lessons, but three counter-attacking goals is, is unforgivable. That, Carlito, we should have that made into a T-shirt and given to every player in the squad because that sums up exactly what the problem was. Three times we got done with the same fucking thing, and it could have been more. It could They could have got another two from that. They were just a rap plug. We'll come to Ramsdale in a minute doing his usual once-a-game fuck-up, but luckily this time it didn't really cost us anything. Um, and lots of numbers. He won't be at the World Cup. Doubt any English referee will be there. We're all too shit, correct? Um, all right, I've put uh, sixth minute. Jesus down for the second time. Gabriel and Penendez are arguing over it. 
uh, Penendez is a nasty piece of shit. And uh, I'm so it's he... over by the corner flag, right? With uh, yeah. with Martinez, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Martinez walks off like he's he's you know done the business and whatnot. But uh, at the end of the day, he conceded a foul. But I get sick and tired of this attitude where just because it's in the early minutes of a game, they get kind of like a, a like a cool down period. If a foul's a foul, um, no matter what minute it's in, I'm sick of it. I'm completely sick of it. And, you know, Martinez was going to get done by Gabby Jesus there and uh, and concedes the foul. And he's very, he's just fine with it. He's fine. It is what it is. You get that grace period. So I get sick and tired of that. Well, I really do. exactly that. Um, eighth minute, McTominay with a huge shovel Martinelli. Should have got a yellow for it. But like you were just saying, um, just let the first few away. So you might just go out and kill their players at the beginning of the game. Grace period, you get the grace period. We talk yeah. about it all the time. It's very prevalent in conversations between football fans. We all very much know that that's kind of the mentality. You know, referees are not completely oblivious. They're not living under a rock. They know that that's a thing. Um, and uh, it very much came pro- quite prevalent when it came to uh, today's game, for sure, at United. Um, we all know we're going to have a tough game against uh, against United at Old Trafford. But uh, it's we, we kind of called it, though, didn't we, with regards to the bad officiating that's, that's in our country and it's been rife since VAR. I feel like I've been saying this from the very beginning. You know, VR really allows referees and linesmen to make or not even make a decision. Never mind it be the wrong or right one. Just not make a decision. We saw it yesterday. Um, can't remember what game it was, um, but there was a penalty um, appeal and the referee didn't even make, an, uh, make a decision. He didn't even call like it was clear or it wasn't a pen or it was a pen. He didn't call anything. He just went, oh, I'll just come away for my boys in the air. Can't remember what game it was. Maybe it was the Aston Villa-Liverpool game. Not sure. But it was just like, completely was just going to listen to what the conversation was before even making a decision himself. So I'm not shocked at stuff like this. Not shocked. It's getting worse. Getting worse. Um, Barbs is a new name to the chat. Hello, Barbs. Nice to have you here. This this loss is a wake-up call for the team. Hope Arteta learned something special from this game. He will. We've seen from the documentary. He will go in there and it will, get, it will tell them where they've gone wrong and then it will get them in individually and show them where they've gone wrong during the game. And so, yep. yeah, but it's just annoying it happened three times in one game. They knew what to do and they, they did it superbly. We've had a, we've had a donation from, from Cliff, $4.99. Thank you very much, Cliff. Uh, lads, all these excuses for fuck's sake. First team we faced with any real quality, and we were outclassed by one man. You, all or nothing Muppets, get real. Gunas till I die. Well, yeah, we were. We I were. Agree with you. We, yeah. we agree with you, Cliff. Um, but we're in a situation where we're trying to grab desperately and grab hold of positives out of the game, or even maybe just vent a little bit, but not just. We're not making excuses. Definitely, that's not what we're doing here. We're all watching the same game. We're all gooners. We're all just trying to grab hold of positives. And Keep what happened was un- unacceptable, and it made me fucking angry. But you balance it up with the rest of it. We had a well, really good glasses. dinner, but then when it comes to end, someone had done a big poo in the in the in the pudding, and so uh, it was uh, it wasn't good. If that's, that's a terrible analogy for you. Um, right, let's move on to the Martinelli goal. Uh, 11th minute, Martinelli. Erdegaard gets the ball in midfield off of Ericsson and it bounces to Saka, who puts a great ball down the middle, just like Man United did to us. We did to them with that first ball. Straight through all of their defenders, through to Martinelli, who sprints off, slightly past the keeper, dot, 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 VAR said no. Now, looking back at it, I think it might it might have been on it might have been Xhaka with a foul on one of their blokes straight away, and then it was uh it was Erdegaard on on their player on Ericsson. Ericsson. Yeah. I think it was fair. It was definitely I don't know if that would have been us. I'd have been shouting for a foul. 
Um, I'm, all I'm kick. saying is, all I'm saying is, if that you know, it's it's a foul, but it's a light foul. It's a soft yeah. foul. Now well, it VAR, takes you that long to decide. Yeah, VAR is, uh, you know, it's 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 tagline is clear and obvious fouls. The referee, as I was saying, was ten feet within that. It was within that foul, and he didn't feel like it was a foul. He felt like it was light. Is his is his opinion basically VAR's proving, or the VAR referee is proving that his opinion doesn't mean squat? That's all it's telling me. That's all it's telling me. Um, yeah, and says referees are the worst this year than ever before, and I thought they were bad enough for the last two seasons. I originally supported VAR. I never supported it. But the referees aren't good enough to implement it properly. I hate VR. I hated the idea of it because it takes out the instant reaction of a goal out. So there's no point in celebrating now because you've got a chance you're going to look like a dickhead. And VAR yeah, should give you a 100% accurate version of what has happened. And then it, the referee's interpretation of that still ruins the game. But I take it you weren't a fan of VAR. Never a fan of VAR. No. Um, I hate the idea of it. I've been moaning about it since the beginning, and I'm moaning about it now. I'm not even moaning about the fact that referees are making the incorrect, incorrect decisions. I just mean with like the basics of uh, refereeing decisions being changed due to VAR. You know, now raising the offside flag once like a passage of play has been made, regardless of when the play has been touched, the players touch the ball. I find that sort of stuff like it allows that grace period of error to be made by said referee because they have the defense of the VAR system that comes into play. All that tells me is that we now have an officiating uh, area of, of football in this country where it's not up to par and it's showing. It's like it's like watching Meza Ozil in prime when he was playing for Arsenal and the players around him are just, you know, Olivier Giroud, as much as I love him, you know, 12 games, or was it 12 or 13 games, didn't 16, get himself a goal. It was, yeah, well, yeah, it's something completely stupid and Meza Ozil was on course to, you know, get the assist records for the league and take over Henri and, and players like Fabregas as well. It's very, it's very much like, you know, the referees on uh, on the quality level um, or the officiating isn't on the quality level of the football that's being played right now. And they're lagging behind and they're making errors and, and we're seeing it every single day. I think this kind of sums up the refereeing in this country. Most of the teams in the Premier League are from London. There's one referee from London Hello, cheeky. And there is 112 from the, the northeast, northwest. That, that is unacceptable. Um, Cliff follows that up with not you two lads in the comment. Uh, not you two lads in the comments. Oh, first, first. Starting to fight, Cliff. I didn't think you did mean us, but even if you right, did mean right, us, Cliff, calm you down, boys. Calm down. Call us, right, call us whatever you want. Just, just have a breath. Just have a breath, boys. All right. We're all on the same um, fucking team here. Mr. Waffles is here. Nick says, ref looked directly at it and said, no foul. VAR are only supposed to tell him what he missed. And when you have to look at something over and over and over and spend a minute looking at it, bores me. you really are looking for reasons not to really it. bores me. The thing is what the commentators, I think it was maybe Lee Dixon. Cause I was watching it on a live stream. Uh, Lee Dixon was one of the gentlemen that was talking about it. And it's the more and more you watch something, the more and more your mind and, says yes. And in slow motion. Yes. The more and more you watch it, of course, it's going to, the, the slower and the more you watch it, because you, you, we all say it at home, we're like, when we watch it in real time, we're like, oh, f oh fucking hell. Well, I don't, you know, I'm not good. I don't know what to say about that. Um, you know, I'm not the referee. But when you watch it in replay, oh, fucking hell, it looks awful. Oh, it looks really bad. Ericsson felt the lightest of touches in his lower back and decided to feel like he was going to get shot in his spine by a <laughs> sniper. And he, 
fucking went down like a sack of shit. Referee watched it, didn't see anything wrong with it because it's a light challenge, light challenge. But we know that it's United at Old Trafford, of course, are going to get the benefit of the doubt. Anyway. And they were shitting their pants after just before halftime. We were so good; it was it was scary. And I thought that we're we're going to do this. We're gonna we're gonna carry on, and it's going to be fantastic. And it turns out it um it kind of it kind of wasn't. Um, yes, I, I I think who is doing it? It is someone from ABW. It is uh, probably Carl is doing Twitter Spaces, our first ever one, and Femi has joined him, and they have got about eighty people there. Bloody hell! So, um, yeah, well done. We were attacking Twitter on all fronts. Right. Um, Malawi says, last season Arsenal tended to lose one or two more after each defeat. Hopefully this season it won't be the same. We do hope too. Uh, Barb says, Thomas Party has shielded our defences until his injury. When we introduced Sammy, it was a bit protective because he understood his role. When he left the field, the defence got completely exposed. Well, he's not a defensive midfielder, is he? But I think, well, I mean, what do you think of the two games that Sambi has played in so far? Because I've been quite impressed with him. Uh, I think he's been done. I think he's okay. Um, I really, I think he's okay. I don't think he's as good as everybody's saying he is. I think he's very much just, if you if you told me whether he was a clone of part, a potential party or a clone of a potential El Nenny, I would go with the latter. That's for sure. Um, and then that's no, that's no, that's no hit on on any. I, I really like him. I think it was a really good idea on getting him on that contract, um, considering the options that we had in the midfield area. So, um, but um, I think he's done okay. Um, I think today um, he, you know, he came up real opposition and he really struggled. Um, but we were trying, and I, I still feel like we've got that mentality that we're still playing on Man United of old, regardless of where it is. I feel that the the, the um, we saw it in the documentary, didn't we? When Arteta came up with the idea of playing the music from uh, from the cop, uh, Never Walk Alone, to kind of get in the atmosphere um, to make them feel like they're playing under pressure. Um, it really gives you an idea of like psychological attacks when it comes to football. And I'm sure playing at Old Trafford, as they call it, what is it, the Football of Dreams or the Dreams of wherever it's called, Malarkey they've called it, um, you know, it's 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 very much just a massive mind game as it is the you know the lads kicking the ball around on the pitch. Danny, I don't know how you feel about that, but you know, I'm sure it's a massive mind fuck to be playing at Old Trafford with those sorts of situations. Jonathan makes a good point. There was so much more physical inter- interventions on Jesus that went unpunished. Then we have a perfect goal wiped out by VAR. VAR equals disaster. It's true. Um, Togai says, very proud of the performance up to up until the subs we made. Lost momentum from there. And then uh, Waffle says, yeah, like saying Theatre of Dreams, Theatre of Tears. Well, let's move on a little bit. Um, 18th minute, great run by uh, run and cut in by Saka. Leaves his man in, leaves his man and is off. But one of their, put their no one there. Yeah, he put a brilliant cross in. Sometimes I'm writing this as I'm watching the game and I'm trying to keep up with it all. So that's why I'm a bit, a little bit uh, confused with what I've put. So he has a, a really good cross, but nobody there. I think Erdegaard was trying to run in or someone, but there was just nothing there. 24th minute, Saliba booked. He had no choice. As Sancho was on the run and they just pushed up for another attack. Yeah, that was uh, I mean, one of the other times that we did stop their quick counter attack. So well done, Saliba. Um, good to see him doing that. Another, I, I really do like Saliba. He's so confident and big. 
and uh, great with the ball. Great at passing it around. 25th minute, Sambi goes in late on Fernandez, studs up and scrapes him down his leg. Brilliant, but luckily he got away with that. I suppose we should be fair and go some things we did get away with because that should have been a yellow. I mean, it was late as well, so I've seen red. If that was Xhaka, that would have been red, possibly. What do you think? Any any situation is becoming a running meme now with the jacket situation. Mm. You know, we see challenges all the time. Uh, the Virgil Van Dyke challenge from this weekend. Uh, you know, challenges like that in the Everton game. That's a if that was Jacker, that's a straight red. I think the referee would just already have the, his hand on the red card, like he preempted it, like Minority Report. Uh, it gets to that comical <laughs> level. So uh, you know, doesn't shock me anymore, Danny. Just doesn't shock me anymore. Mr. Waffles said, I'm not upset by this game as I thought it w- I would be. We played well and got done by VAR and a gamble that didn't play off. Another superb. Uh, this is why we should get you on again, David. Uh, you can play as a bit of uh, I, 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 I spoke about it. I spoke about it in my Discord um, when uh, the changes were made. And my live reaction, because I kind of like post like my live comment at that particular point, and my live uh, response was Eddie ESR Vieira. Wow, Arteta wants this more than anything. I saw it as a positive. Oh, it what happens if Arteta makes the decision to you know know I don't know bring on holding or make a a like for like change. He went in hard. Okay, it backfired, but at least he tried to go and 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 be confident with his decision. You know, a decision made is a decision made, whether it's right or wrong. And uh, unfortunately, you know, we got caught unstuck. But I liked the fact that he had the balls to make that decision. So uh, let's hope and pl- uh, pray that the players, you know, make up for those situations and uh, and repay their faith in Arteta. Yes, hopefully. Demsec, I'm not sure if you're in the chat or not. Demsec is, uh, where is it? I've, I've moved it. He sent me two screen grabs just to have a quick look at talking about fair and unfair Fair okay. challenges, so I need to like uh, need to get rid of this off the screen because this. He says, "Which one of these two is a yellow? Is um, a foul? That one, which is um, Martinez on? Is that, that's um, the corner. Uh, that's the corner flag. The early early challenge. Yeah, Jesus. So he's got his foot. He's kneed him in the knee. He's got his foot on top of um, Jesus's foot. Yeah, he's stamping on him. Yep. Yeah, and he's and, and he's about to elbow him in the throat. Yep, and nothing yep. happened. Yep. And this one." Erdegaard puts in a really light challenge on. Yeah. It looks like Ericsson's already kneeling as if he's going to go over. Of course. And then which one of those, which one of these two uh, people would you say was given a foul against? Because one of them was and one of them wasn't. Thank you very much, you, Demsec, for that, if you're watching. All you've got to say is United are playing at home. <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying. I don't know what to United are playing at home. It's pretty much just bread and butter right there, isn't it? Just bread and butter. <laughs> Sadly, it is. Um, right, where are we down to? Uh, done the Sambi one. Our oh, 29th minute. Great back and forth between Ramsdale and White to draw the Man United players out. See, there are some good things. There are some tactical stuff that they're working on. And then they'll be drawing the Man United players out. And then we get them on the, on the, on the, uh, on the break. Great footwork from Ramsdale, who was, to give him his credit, he was pinging that ball all over the pitch today. But I know I've never played football. I've never played football after about the age of twelve, so I've got no idea. But <laughs> he seems to get the ball, and then he goes judda 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 judda, and then kicks the ball. Why can't he just kick the ball the moment it comes back? Is it because the ball's moving and he's got less chance of it being accurate? But he, he dilly dallies on that ball, doesn't he? No, when he's been on know, a pass the reason, back. The reason why he's doing it, Danny, is because we live in a world now where sweeper keepers are very much what is the norm. 
Um, you've got a class sweeper keepers as like deep, deep, deep line playmakers. Ramsdale is your deep, deep, deep line playmaker. He's looking for that pass. I know what you're saying. He looks a bit jittery on the ball and he's not making decisions, but he's trying to look for an opportunity. He's really trying to look for an opportunity. If they're, if I think if, uh, if Ramsdale, every single pass he made uh, where it created an, a one-on-one opportunity with the goalkeeper on the other end, I think Ramsdale would maybe have maybe a couple of assists last season um, when it comes to his overhead passing. Um, so that's the reason why he jitters. I know it looks a bit stressful, but he's looking for an opportunity, guys. He's trying to tr- turn a, a negative into a positive, a defensive play into an attack. Thunder says the first was given a foul, right? That was very early on in the game that led to our first free kick. It From was memory, given, yes. It was I given. I think yes. they didn't. I thought they just stopped the game because Jesus was down. He no, didn't no, no, give no, a free no, kick no, no. for they, that. They gave it. They gave a free kick for it. It was a free uh, kick. okay. It was a so, free um, kick. The only reason I was we were talking about it at the start of the podcast is because it should be a yellow card offence. Mm. Um, but he wasn't given it because of the grace like period. The one. Yeah, exactly right. That's exactly uh, okay. right. So it was given. It was just. Uh, it was just. We feel like it was a yellow card offence, but because of that early minutes grace period, that's all we're saying. Um, someone asked a question. Kalito said, um, "How did Vieira look?" I left after we conceded our third goal. People have said in the comments it was hard to figure out who was playing where. I mean, for them to make that substitute to bring he was those three in the on, ten. he was playing in the ten. He was um, playing in like a dual 10 with Smith-Rowe, wasn't he? Potentially. Okay. Potentially. I think Smith-Rowe was playing out on the left and cutting in quite, quite a lot. Because Martinelli um, had moved to cover it left wing back-ish. Yes, that's correct. But I'm, I'm desperately confusing. still, as we speak, trying to find a video clip of the pass that Fabio Vieira made. As much as this, you've got to remember, this is his debut in the league for Arsenal and he's been thrown in the last 10 minutes at United in a losing game at Old Trafford. I'm sure the situation maybe got the best of him, but there was a glimpse. There was a glimpse in the darkness that really showed what he could potentially give this Arsenal team. And it gave me shivers. I was blown away with it. I'm trying desperately to grab hold of positives out of a negative. And this is exactly one of those moments. And I'm waiting for a video. The moment I get it, I'm going to send it to Danny. And I'm going to get him to retweet it because it was a moment. It was just a moment that really showed what he could do. So grabbing him, baby. I'm grabbing well, him. Well, I'm, I'm downloading the... Well, I've, I've paused the downloading. I've just got a site where I download all the, the, the um, full games from in HD. But I can't download that and do all of this lot. Um, so we're up to 31st minute. Amazing work from Erdegaard. They can't get near him. He gets the ball the outside of the box on the right. Lob passes it over to Martinelli to bring it down. And he had a superb shot. But De Gea got a paw to it, palmed it away. That would have been a stunning goal. Stuff like that makes me think, how can people not think we were the better team? Absolutely. The first half, from the minute, from about the 12th minute to the 41st minute, uh, Jesus and Erdegaard were running that game. They were unstoppable, weaving in and out of everybody. No end product. It's just going to take a while. Do you think that the, the weaving in and out and the left wing, right wing, going back to get the ball detracts from Jesus's ability to score goals because he doesn't stay as a, a, a traditional striker, does he? But he's not a traditional striker. I know. He said that but that's what beginning. we want. That's what we exactly. need. Of course, of course, that's what we want and that's what we need. But, yeah. you know, it's working up until this point. Um, we're not playing with conventional forwards anymore. You know, they, they, you know, strikers don't exist. If you've played football manager, there's a lot of different variants of what you can play 
And he's, uh, and, and you know, as Pep Guardiola says, he's one of the best pressing forwards on the planet. So it's like your deep line playmaker striker kind of style, um, but applies a lot of defensive pressure as well. It's a very unorthodox style of football um, to our general football heads, but it's what football is turning into now is a lot of variance within the same aspect of what football offers. So, um, yeah, what Danny's saying is right. You know, it does detract from his ability to make those last those runs into the box as what a number nine, what we want to see anyway. But that's not how he plays anyway. And I'm sure that's not what Arteta wants him to play. Arteta wants him to play free-flowing football where the idea is, mm. you know, Saka, Martinelli and Gabriel Jesus are very much intertwined within each other. We've got 50-odd um, people watching. So if you do like it, give it a thumbs up. Maybe even subscribe if you want. It doesn't cost well anything. Richard, I mean, I will so, well played, Thank you so much. Sir. We uh, Yes, Richard, we will send you a bill, though. It's uh, 99.99 a week. So I expect that. Um and then we're going to put it up to two grand a week. Lovely. Oh, here we go. Everybody, take a deep breath. Whew. 34th minute, typical. Anthony scores. They attack and get it to Rashford on the edge of our box in the right in, right, in the right middle. All of our defenders are standing there and Rashford puts it right through to Anthony who runs, cuts in and slides it past Ramsdale into the far corner. Zinchenko was so, in capital letters, so far out of position, there was no one there to cover him, to stop him, to challenge him, not even close. That's a complete free ball down that right-hand side, wasn't it? A so, so infuriating. Um, someone said before the game, one of the pundits... Uh, might have been Jimmy Floyd or one of the others said, the problem with playing Zinchenko at left back is he's not good at defending. And we saw that today. Kept drifting into central midfield, kept attacking forward. Do you not agree with that? No, nope, don't agree with you there. Um, oh, no, that's what he said. No, nope, that's fine. He can crack on. Um, he's watching <laughs> it live as as we did at that moment. When you look back and you break things down a little bit more and you, uh, you, you, you figure things out, you see that's not entirely the case. I think Zinchenko was really done dirty when it came to that situation. Um, we've got to look back at the situ uh, at the moment where uh, Gabriel was making a challenge pretty much uh, three uh, three quarters of the way in his own half, completely out of position. Hence the reason why Zinchenko was cut a lot um, a lot deeper because of massive errors made by Gabriel. We've been talking about him all season about maybe we're getting into a situation or a situation where we might want to see a Saliba White centre back partnership because of. You know, you know, situations where Gabriel's not really standing up tall and getting counted. Um, he gets quite out there, uh, quite early up, uh, quite far up the pitch, out of position, which allows a through ball made through to uh, to Rashford, who then cuts it into into Anthony. Um, the reason why Zinchenko was cutting in deep was because Gabriel was halfway up the field. Um, so I don't know how you feel about it, Danny, but, you know, a white Saliba centre-back partnership might be on the cards sooner than we think. As much as I see why Arteta does it, I mean, from what, what little I can tell, uh, I think he likes to play white at right back because then they can scrunch up, make a back three, and then release Zinchenko down one side. But it makes the team so unbalanced. I, I personally, I want Tommy Ashu playing at right back and then uh, playing play Zinchenko at left back because then you because Saka's had so much trouble doing anything because he's got no one supplying him from right back. When Tommy comes on, Tommy's pushing forward. He's giving him the ball. He's getting involved. White is not. He's not a. He's only a centre back, a right back, and and, and that's about it. You're not going to get much creativity from him. 
Not that I'm telling Arteta how to do his job. If I knew anything, if you knew anything, we'd be managing a team right now. We wouldn't be sitting here talking nonsense to people who have got nothing better to do with their time. <laughs> but um, my personal favourite centre-back pairing would would be um, Saliba and Gabriel. But when you spend 50... Yeah, because I, I think Gabriel... When you saw some of the last-ditch tackles Gabriel made today... No, sure not. brilliant ones. There's nothing wrong with White, but I I'm think if you that, two but... centre-backs... Sure, but if you rewatch the first goal, like you know, um, there's been moments where Gabriel's been caught out of position, and that was one yeah. where he, you know, he came back and bit him in his ass. And um, you know, people have been talking about it for months now about the possibility of seeing a white Saliba centre back partnership because Gabriel's not been the strong, uh, the strong demanding type that he has been uh, from the previous season. That's for sure. So who knows? Who knows? Yes, right. that's also. But uh, before you jump on, Danny, someone, uh, Big Pap, just put in the chat there: Can White or Saliba play left centre back? We we've we, we've only been doing all this left centre back uh, malarkey since we signed uh, Pablo Mari. Since we signed Pablo Mari, before that, we didn't give a fucking shit. We can play two right centre, uh, right footed centre backs in in left back and uh, left centre back and right centre back. You don't necessarily always have to have. It's a nice luxury to have being able to play out from the back. Um, because you've got that that side of your body showing to be play out to your left back, but it's not be all end all. Like it's not like that's it. You you must have always a left footed centre back at left centre back. That's all I'm saying. So we've only changed when Pablo Marie came in. That's all I'm saying. It wouldn't I wouldn't mind seeing uh, a situation where that might change. Um, so my note next note is United. This is after the goal. United had the first 10 minutes, we've and then until their goal, it was all Arsenal. 39th minute again, when we attack Saliba, White, and Gabriel, or Bagriel, as I've put here, make a back three. And Zinchenko is either CM, left midfield, or left wing back. So when they do a quick counter attack, we have no one covering the left side. This is a dangerous tactic. That was after 39 minutes, people. Even I could see it. And I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. Um, when we're attacking, we, uh, when attacking, we have every outfield player in their half. And Anthony, with Anthony and Sancho, that is this is so risky. Again, that was after about 42 minutes. And at that point, we had every single one of our outfield players in their third of the pitch. And I'm thinking, fucking, that's daring. If that comes off, it's genius. If it doesn't come off, like today, you're thinking, I don't like this, but Arteta knows best. Not me. Um, here we go. Um, just for half-time, Xhaka is going left wing back and Zinchenko is going into the middle as a DM. Seen that a few times, then they go back again. That's more of a covering of each other. Half-time stats, Deke. Shots, 5-8 to us. Pass uh, Possession, 54%, 46 to us. Pass success rate, both 82. Tackles, 8-10 for us. Corners, 0-3 to us. That sounds statistically... Like we were, we had the 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 upper hand in that game, and I think we did. Um, thoughts at half time? Did you think we were going to end up the way it was going, or do you think Arteta was going to pull some magics from somewhere? I was confident um, that we were going to get the result. I was confident that you know, even if we don't get the winning result, we get the result of maybe even a draw. Uh, you know, a hard fought draw against a team that's what that's four on the bounce now for United at home. Um, okay, maybe they're playing the best team at the moment in the league. But I've, as I said, I still feel like we've got that, that mentality of, of, of Man United of old and not the Man United of now, um, which at what point does that change? At what point do we go to Old Trafford and things change a little bit? 
because it's getting a bit boring that we're this. You know, we've we've played some really bad United sides in the last few years. You know, what mm. I mean, we've we've gone through a rebuild and we've seen United go through. Um, you know, after Fergie left, they've been going through how many transitions? We still can't God, convincingly five. beat them. Exactly, we still can't convincingly so beat we. them at you. No, sure, but I feel like we've been a lot more sturdy than they have. And I feel like we've had a plan for the last few years. They're still very much just plugging holes in a ship that's got too many holes. They can't keep plugging their team with prime players and hope for the best. It's got it's it's that's why there's such a big change around so frequently when it comes to personnel, because there's just so much change going on there. At some point they're gonna need a rebuild and they're just not put they're putting it off at the moment. You know, is what it is why they're doing it. And it's only gonna happen for so long. They're not gonna have a great season. I'm confident in that. I feel like, as I said, they're very much plugging holes with a ship that's got too many holes. Uh, Rudy seems to have been abducted. If anybody knows who he is, uh, make sure he's okay. I'm going to have to go and get quotes myself. Um, from Kaya Kainak on Twitter, who's a lovely man, great hair. Um, Arteta on VAR, quote, what they said is that it was a soft foul. It's just consistency. The soft foul on Bakayo Saka with Mings is not a penalty. There's nothing we can do now. It's just consistency. And we saw um, Declan Rice yesterday um, for the West Ham game saying, if I say what I think, if I talk about what happened with the refereeing, I'm going to get a fine. Personally, Rice, you should have come out and gone, I don't care whether I get a fine. In fact, whatever the FA fined me for saying this, I'm going to match it and give it to charity. The refereeing was horrendous. PGOML were a disgrace and VAR... You're not. You're. You don't blame VAR. The um. The what's I've already used the word earlier. It's uh. When, when you look at VAR and then you decide for yourself. What's that called? Re- oh, retroactive decision making. No, when when they're oh. looking at it, it's how they. Oh, interpretation. It is oh. the referee's oh. interpretation of VAR that is making an absolute pig's ear of all of this. Um, Phil Macker's late. Unacceptable. Nice T-shirt. Uh, sennysketches.com go there get all your t-shirts remember use the NORP, the uh, ABW um, code and you get NORP sent off that's it because we're kind um, SJ says disagree um, we'll put in there why you disagree SJ and we'll read out what you said you can even swear if you want um, Craig Barlow I agree with Deacon it's getting boring when we keep losing Old Trafford Brighton beat them for fuck's sake and we are better Phil says we are overplaying in the last third and felt at times we could shoot earlier. Uh, people, uh, that's they really thank Phil. That is his uh, only one decent comment per show. The rest of it will be nonsense. Thank you, Phil. It was a uh, nice being at the peak of your 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 words. It's all downhill from here. Bless him. Uh, Arshad says Erdegaard needs to learn learn to shoot from Vieira. Yeah, that's worth talking about, isn't it? Vieira did like a couple of pot shots, didn't he? Apparently they were saying that he's record for the Portugal under something, wherever I'm gonna just talk until I go and find it. Um he's got a great record of goals, but in the print in the uh, Liga Noz, which is the Portuguese league, um he was mainly known as an assister, wasn't he? So if I go Fabio Vieira, uh, oh, under twenty ones, thirteen goals in twenty one games. And Porto eight in fifty-four. Oh no, ten in seventy-six all competitions. So um, what do you think about his pot shots? Do we need to do more of that? Like Arshad says, I, I'm still looking for that video. I'm still looking for that video <laughs> from the Fabio Vieira pass in the late minutes of the game. Um, people, only a handful of people are talking about it on Twitter. 
um, if you just Google Fabio Vieira Pastor Martinelli, um, it's like a part. The commentators don't even mention it. It's a pass that makes me very excited. I'm desperately trying to find a video. I'm going to send it Malawi. to Danny, and you'll you'll all love it. It's amazing. But I'm happy. I'm happy. He's he's a confident lad. Obviously, he wants to. You know, he's come onto a situation that's quite um, aggressive. Uh, United at Old Trafford. You know, losing his debut of the season in a new team in a new country, uh, and uh, he had the confidence to have a few pot shots. Fine with me. Um, fine with me. Um, you know, it's not going to come off a lot of the time, but it shows confidence that he's able to take the ball on his own, not feel like he has to pass the ball. How many times have we got annoyed when we've seen Ozil, or even Merton Odegaard, when he should have had a shot, but he ends up playing that just that extra pass, that extra pass, you know? Um, yes, Malawi makes a good point. One of the biggest disappointments is got to be Arsenal's failure to make more of corners and free kicks. I did think that our set-piece coach was probably pulling his hair out today because that all the corners we had in the first half were shit. The set pieces weren't very good. And near the end of the game, we're having a free kick and then Xhaka was taking it. I mean, fuck's sake. Why is Xhaka scores one in a hundred? I still like Xhaka. Xhaka has been great this season, but don't take the free kick, sweetheart, because you are fucking atrocious at them. Um, so Saka didn't take them because he seems to be I'm- the set piece king. Sure. Sure. Um, maybe it's the captaincy, uh, situation between him and Gabby Jesus underneath Odegaard. I don't know. Maybe they, they just pull rank that way. I, who knows how they organize who takes these things. Uh, Matt D'Souza. Hello, Matt says my issues is with the officials not, and was not the disallowed goal, but the number of team fouls that tyranny permitted over and over and over and over. That's what the, uh, that's what they do. Tullbyful says, I'm a bit worried about the way we get opened up on the counter so easily. Tottenham game won't be any easier because that's the way they play their game. Uh, we'll probably do better against City. When will we start attacking fast? But to put this into context, Dee, you've seen Man City this season conceding goals all over the place. Everybody yep. is losing games to each other, um, conceding goals. I mean, looking at the league table already, we've now conceded seven. Man City, six. Uh, Man United, eight. Chelsea, nine. Liverpool have let in six. Bournemouth, 18. So many teams are letting in things. And we're still top of the league by one point. All we did was lose away at Old Trafford. And how many teams are going to go to Old Trafford and win this season? I think we could. We, I think we deserved a draw out of that. But it doesn't matter, people. We've, uh, we'll do yeah. well. But I am worried about the Spurs game because with Son and all those other players they've got just slipping it through for Harry Kane to run onto. Oh, God. I'm sure, but I don't think day. Son and Kowaleski uh, K- uh, are playing very good football this season. Um, we've got to try and go the positives when we can. We're going into mm. a situation where their form is quite poor. Um, they're definitely not prevalently p- um, played through the uh, the fantasy Premier League teams, that's for sure. Um, you know, I think they're. I think the Tottenham team isn't as good as they think they are. I think they're in a situation where they're still very much riding the high of what Harry Kane can do. Um, there's going to be a season where he's not going to be that player anymore, and we've seen that come through recently with Aubameyang. He just wasn't that player anymore, and now he's playing for Chelsea. Chelsea fans are confused as to why they've signed him, and I'm very interested to see and get into a situation where we can wipe that smuggy look off his face. I mean, I'm going to enjoy that, especially all the all the laughing documentary. That's for sure. Craig makes a good point. The league is all over the place defensively. Yep, I agree with that. Let's move on. Second half, 
51st minute, Saka down the right, turns three of their players in the box, crosses it in front of the goal for the second time he sees it this game. And Odegaard had a great chance to poke it in. And then it comes back from the left and over the top of everybody to Saka on the right. And Saka is dispossessed and brought down. Xhaka wants a penalty. And then uh, straight after that, 54th minute, more great play. Saka through the middle this time to Martinelli, who lays it off for Saka, who goes uh, far post and lob it in, lob it to the near post, and it hits the crossbar. Jesus almost got there. And the final part of this five-minute run, Saka on the run, Malakachi, I can't remember, I didn't, I, can't, I don't know how you spell his name. Their fullback, whose uh, name begins with an M, has hold of his shirt as he's running off, still holds on to it, pulls him down, and we get a free kick. That should have been a yellow, but that run of five minutes just showed how attacking we were and so many great chances that we just failed to put away, didn't it? Yeah, you know, um, we've got, I think think, uh, we're in a situation where we've done so well to beginning of the league. We've got to remember that we've got the, one of the, well, not the, not the youngest team now, apparently, is it Southampton that have got apparently the youngest team in the league or something? I can't remember who it was, but there's someone else that's take, kind of taken our title recently. Um, but we've got one of the youngest teams in the league and we've got the youngest manager in the league. Um, we've got to remember that there's going to be moments where we're going to have to try and get the inexperience out of that way to turn it into experience. And uh, the games like this are going to do nothing but bolster and push these players to turn into players You've got to, you can't be the great player that you are in the future if you don't have moments like this with moments of diversity where you grow and become a better player. We've got to turn this situation into a situation where we can go on and push on and get that Champions League football that we rightly deserve. Yes, and uh, as a team, we are on the up, we're not on the down. Things are getting better by the game. This is a bump. Don't worry about it. I agree. I agree. uh, Feel free to get annoyed, but we can't get down about it um agreed yep. right so did all of this lot blah, 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 59th minute more great play van comes out with the ball jacka blocks him gets the ball gives it to erdegaard in the middle who passes it down the middle of the pitch for jesus who has a low shot but um odegaard blocks it and comes out for saka to slot home brilliant what a goal that was that was that was peak Arteta, wasn't it? We say peak Wenger. That was Arteta ball. Gets the ball, dispossesses someone in midfield, gets the ball off and passes around. Bish, bash, bosh, straight to Saka, slots home. Saka's back. Were you ever in doubt? Um, I, I did call Saka being the first goal scorer. I got the score so wrong. Did I. I did score. I did call that Saka was going to get the goal today. Um, I think that's going to do nothing for confidence um, for, uh, for a very deflated Bukayo Saka. Not sure what's going on there. But whatever is going on, I hope that that goal gives him the boost that he needs to now push on. Because we've been playing very much, you know, uh, with a two-pronged attack out of three so far this season. As much as Saka has been introducing himself, he's not had moments where he's really gone and done what he can do. And hopefully this goal today will give him that confidence to turn into the player that we all know he can be. I'm just looking at a replay on Twitter, the video of um, McTominay, WWF, slamming Jesus. Yeah. yeah. Fucking unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. Mustn't dwell. We'll come to that later. Um, so that was a 59th minute. Brilliant goal. We're all going, that's it. It's back on. It's back on. I had the T-shirts printed. I had the hats done. I've got the plane up in the air with the banner saying it's back on. 
65th minute. We lost possession. Zinchenko in the centre of midfield can't stop the breakaway. Fernandez passes the ball upfield right between all of our centre-backs to Rashford, who is one-on-one -on -one with Ramsdale. Ramsdale didn't really have much chance and shoots it low, and it's 2-1. And I'm thinking, oh, fuck me. How have we fallen for the same fucking thing twice? How can we do that twice in the game, not knowing what's going to happen later? What was your thoughts at that point? Doesn't shock me. Um, as I said, inexperience with situations like this are uh, show uh, rear their ugly head. Um, but you know, as much as I've been annoyed this afternoon and I've found the idea of being coming on to situations like this and talk about it quite difficult, um, as time progressed throughout the evening to the moment where we started recording, I really started to have moments where we got to try and grab those positives out of the negatives and not try and dwell about uh, individual errors that have been made. Um, we're a quality team. We're a t we're a young team. We're still you know we're still gelling with a lot of players. Um, you know it's very early on in the season, and we've played against. And you know maybe there is a, a, a conversation where you know we've might not had the biggest test of games, but um, we've had one of the biggest. You know, as United could be a, a, a shadow of their former selves, but if it's at Old Trafford, you know the twelfth man. You know the fans in the grounds and stuff. They can really give. Uh, a team a real big boost and, and that's what we've seen today i'm just going to try and grab the positives and i can danny that's for sure as in right it's just tweeted bin it hashtag var right yeah very rarely I agree. wrong about anything i agree what a lover. I, wish, I wish he was still playing for us even at his age he'd have oh, imagine having ian Wright as a poacher playing in in this side at his peak he wouldn't he wouldn't survive <sighs> He wouldn't survive. What are you talking about? Oh, he about? gets yeah, sent yeah, off he, every he, game. He, every game he gets sent off. Yeah, I would do him in every single game. I loved Ian Wright. He's the reason why I have number eight shirts because uh, I loved Ian Wright. He was a fantastic story. His book's brilliant. Go and check it out. You know, the fact that he was working in the sewers before he made the made the chance of playing for Palace and ends up turning it into a career late on. It's such a wonderful story. Listen to it. But he'd be red carded every game. <laughs> especially with his attitude. Calling them 100% he'd been recorded. We live in 2022. Everyone's wet flannels. You can't say anything about anything oh, about getting, something getting offended. My feelings are all offended. Oh, no. Oh, no. You can't Everybody, you survive. You wouldn't survive. Call off the hunt. Um, we found Rudy. Rudy is back. I had to read a quote about you earlier, Rudy. Sorry. Um, Rudy is here and he says, Arteta on how he stops the team's confidence dropping after this result. Quote, it won't happen. The boss knows. Um, Big Pop 90. I, every time I see that, I think of Big Papa Pump oh, with his, um, with his uh, lumps. Uh, Saliba's hips were wrong and he got turned. He's 21. Hips don't lie, Big Papa. Shakira, they don't lie. Nice. Yes. Uh, single now, by the way, if anybody wants to fancy chatting her up, taking her to the mountains. Uh, no, not for me. Uh, Rudy Rastos, he's got another quote for us. Cheers, Rudy. We've missed you. We've got to. Arteta on the game. Very disappointed. We haven't won the game because the game was there for the taking. 100% correct. We haven't won because we lacked discipline in certain moments. Also correct. Yep. To defend certain actions and we weren't ruthless enough in their box. I agree. See? I agree. He knows. I completely agree. I completely agree. We all, we all agree with all these sentiments that are being made. Uh, we're just desperately trying to get the positives out of those negative situations and maybe look towards the future with further games because, you know, the league isn't a sprint, it's a marathon, and we're very much the sixth game in the league so far. 
and top of the league, in case anyone hadn't noticed. Rudy, another quote. Arteta on VAR. Uh, oh, yeah, Rudy, that's the one I read out, Rudy. If you find any more, that was the only one I read. Uh, apparently, Rudy said he, he had a call, probably from his agent, wanting more money from us for the zero that he gets paid for digging out all the quotes. Keysby Knight, hello, you're late. How you doing? We Have we witnessed Selena's <laughs> Saliba's first bad game? That's his name on the weekend. Um, um, no, I, I don't. That. I don't even no. say it's a bad. I wouldn't even say it was a bad game. I think everybody had a tough game. Yeah. I don't feel like it was a bad game. I feel like it was there was just moments, and I don't even feel like there were critical moments. I feel like United were fairly decent today. Um, I don't feel like Arsenal were bad. I think they were just slightly better than us and took control of situations and buried chances that they got. Regardless, and not we didn't do that. Um, I don't feel like Saliba had a bad game per se. You know, you could say that about the game where he got an own goal. Um, at the end of the day, what you got to remember is he's only 21 years old and this is his first ever debut uh, playing in this league. I think you've got to give players what playing from another league, playing in this league, a six-month least grace period. Um, let's not smother the guy. He's 21. I'm 35 years old. At 21 years old, I was too busy worrying about what I was doing, partying on a Saturday night. You just give him a bit of time. Let him grow into the role and, and see what he can do because we've seen what he can do and we just need to get behind him. At 21, I was worried about being caught by the popo um, driving around. This is, my point. this is my point. <laughs> he's he's extremely mature for his age. He looks fantastic. Yeah. He carries himself well personality-wise. He's got everything that is required to become a world-class centre-back. Let's not kill him. Let's Let's lift him up like we did when he scored the own goal. Yeah, perfectly. Um, Shane says the Ben White experiment is over. Tommy and Tyranny should have started. We had no experience DM to keep it tight till we scored. Um, talking about the um, the DM situation, we we talked previously in other shows that that White has played DM for Leeds a little bit. I think he played it for Peterborough a little bit and a little bit for Brighton. I think that role for Sambi is too much for him. He's not I think a defensive it's too much midfielder. Yeah. So yeah. could you see maybe White playing a DM? Because um, uh, Arteta loves him. We saw him in the documentary saying, you learn so quickly. You're, you're so quick to absorb information. And we need a DM and we need um, attacking down the right, which we're not getting from White. So maybe bring Tommy in at right back, play uh, White as a, as a holding DM. Could that work? Drop him back to make a back three when either of the wing backs is making a run? See, uh, yeah, no, what's Shane saying that we've, uh, you know, we want to see the Tommy Tierney situation being played out on the wings and not Zinchenko and White. Um, I really feel like Zinchenko offered um, quite a lot. Um, he plays as an inverted wing back. Tierney can't offer that. He's a complete wing back or a, or a, a further attacking up wing back. He doesn't play inverted. He can't come into the middle and do the business through the middle of the part. He can't, he just can't do that. And, uh, you know, we and uh, as Danny was saying, Ben White's got that ability to play in that area as well. The reason why Arteta played those two today is because we've got someone like Samuel Lukonga who just clearly, once again, really shows that he hasn't got that ability to play at that Arsenal level still. Still. Um, you know, at what point do we say, right, OK, well, he needs, he needs to get a loan. I feel like if we sign ourselves, like if we still have El Nenny and Party. I don't feel like Sambi's going to get any, if any, games this season. Um, and even if we, and if we sign another midfielder on top of that, I think that Sambi Lukonga goes out on loan, Danny. I don't know how you feel about that. 
But I feel like this is that would be because if we had party in Elneny and we were pushing, there was rumors of pushing the Tielemans or someone like that. If we sign another midfielder, I feel like that opens the door for a La Conga loan. As long as it's to a Premier League team, then sure, yes. sure. But it, or maybe but, back but, to one of the big three in Portugal. Sure, and that's I fine. Like having I him around. No, sure, but I'm saying what I'm saying is he, he still. This is his second season, and he still isn't what we're looking for. I yeah. feel like he. I feel like Sammy Lakonga is a younger El Nenny at the moment than he is a younger party. That's all I'm saying. He, we're going to get an El Nenny, and we're not going to get a party with him so far. Yeah. Well, I think something needs to be done. Um, he's great. You can see the balls it's spraying around, but that isn't his job. And no, that's that, not his the, job. The, yeah, the hole that they came through for all three of their goals was a party-sized hole, and we need someone to fill that hole. Um, Rudy with a quote. Martin Erdegaard says, quote, I barely touched him. They keep saying this is the Premier League and want it to be physical. I don't understand how he can go back on it. I'm um, surprised that Martin Erdegaard come out and said that. If that's uh, a Rudy quote. has only once ever lied to us. Well, I'm surprised that Erdegaard said that. I felt like that's quite bold to come out and say that. Um, this one isn't a quote, but it is from Rudy. We scored from the Erdegaard incident. He, or maybe it's a quote. He would have gave a foul if Martinelli wouldn't have scored that. No one would have complained. Yeah, basically he's saying, you know, if if Martinelli misses that chance, that just goes to a goal kick. We don't come back to the passage of play towards that free kick opportunity mm-hmm. where Odegaard goes into the back of Eriksen. He's completely correct. That's a brilliant point. Absolutely fantastic point and really shows the holes in the refereeing in this country. Yep. Nick is dis- uh, besmirching your good name. I doubt very much that um, Deke is going to be watching Pornhub when his missus is there. She'd probably uh, get the right hump. Very true. I, I, I'm, I'm, I've got your screen, so if I maximise it, there you go. It's all gone black now, so I've maximised you. And now I've minimised <laughs> you. You can see the difference in the glasses. I can see the there black square in the middle of it. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, there you go, there you go, there you go. You can see. Oh, Quick, cover those eyes up. See? You never know who's watching. Go. You've got the logo and everything streaming. Oh, there you go. See, I'm zooming <laughs> in. Okay. Disproving uh, on the live. Disproving yeah. live. Nick's a cheeky monkey. Um, the Crimson Pirate says, the Ros has got me at 21. I was, uh, well, there you I go. This get... is my point. This is my point. You've got to give him time. So he was 21. You've got to give him time. He's going to be brilliant. He's really the, brilliant already. The Matt Hatter says our defence was naive. They were. They should have learnt after the first time it happened. And lots of numbers. Benny Blanco had a good game. Mm, I think they all I had didn't no feel like game. he had a bad game. I didn't feel like he had a bad game at all. I feel like he did really, really well with uh, with what United offer. Um, you know, the errors came through the middle of the park. You've got to remember as much as he's a centre-back, White plays out right back at the moment. Uh, Crimson Pirate says, disagree. Sambi was good and can see a future with him at DM. Now, we didn't say he's not good, but I don't think his future is DM. I thought some of the stuff he does is wonderful, but that wonderfulness would be better placed playing where Xhaka plays when Party plays. So pay Party where he does and save Sambi to come and play where Xhaka does, spraying the ball around that I'd like to see him. But other than that, I think that's the only position I want to see him in. But no, no problem with Xhaka either. Uh, Tullaby Fool says, why is Ben White always the one people blame? Um, he's easy. Well, he's I playing out of position. I, I don't blame him. I don't blame him. I don't, I've never uh, so far this season said anything. The guy's playing out of position and he's playing really, really well there. He's keeping, t- he's keeping out a fit Tommy Asu based on appearances. 
he's doing exceptionally well at right back. People just take it for granted because we're conceding goals and we're still classing him as a centre-back. He's playing in a position where he's it's foreign to him and he's still doing the business. Gabriel, for me, has made more errors this season than than any of the uh, any of the other mm. defensive options that we've got. Yeah, White's not really being made any sleever and uh, Gabriel have both made errors. Uh, Jonathan says, uh, I thought Sambi was excellent, much better than Al Nini. Was he, was, was he to blame for the goals against us? Not really. No, he was a little bit out of position, but that's, that's not He was job, out of position it? for the first goal. Um, yeah. I don't know whether I'd have to rewatch it again, but obviously Gabriel coming in um, quite deep to defend the ball. Maybe Sambi should be playing there to maybe intercept that ball. Maybe his positioning was incorrect for, for Gabriel to feel like he needed to do what he needed to do. So I'd need to watch it again. But why is Gabriel pushing up that far into uh, Sambi Lokonga's position to intercept a ball when that should be Sambi's job? So I'm going to have to watch it again, but I'm just saying. Petito, live from New York, says uh, Sambi cannot play DM. No, well, he did it, but he just doesn't do it. No, I agree. I agree. Not his I skill set. I feel like he's an eight, not a six. I feel like he's you an eight. You need to read the game really well to be able to play 100%. in that blocking position. And we're just player. blessed. That I just, yeah. I think he's a good player. I just don't feel yeah. like we should be playing I like him this him. deep. I, like, the only I don't reason think anybody was bad today. because of injury, injury problems. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. I completely agree. Um... Uh, to before, uh, not saying you to blame White, but he does seem to be the scapegoat really easily. I, I think people always want a scapegoat. I think everybody, the, the whole defence, all four of them need to take responsibility for that, um, for the goals because they were the ones at fault collectively. Individually, they could have they could have done something a little bit different, but to get done three times with virtually the same why? thing is is ridiculous. Rudy with another quote, Arteta quote. The game was in our hands. It was there for the taking. On another day, when you are more efficient in front of goal, you win the game. It's so true. Can't add anything to that. Danny, you said it perfectly at the start of the mm. podcast. The Martinelli disallowed goal. That changes everything. Uh, Petito says, Sambi was at fault because he was not standing where he should be. Yep, fair that. So you did. Uh, could, so did he watch the replay, Petito? Did you watch the replay? So am I correct in thinking? I'm just, I'm trying to figure out why Gabriel was out of position. So if you can reiterate that, that would be great. Uh, Rudy says, "Quote from from Mikel Arteta on whether he feels more vindicated than disappointed." He says, "One hundred percent." I feel more vindicated than disappointed. All right, let's move on with this. Yeah, sure, sure, been sure. on too long. 68th minute, the usual Ramsdale fuck up, keeping the ball too long, and Ronaldo almost got it off him every game he does that. No point talking about that. You know, he does it. He's young, he'll learn. Uh, 70th minute, McTominay, WWF slams Jesus and booked. I mean, f- <sighs> fucking irritating. We've seen it. We, we're we're going to see it each week. I don't know what we need to tell you. We saw it. We saw it against Villa. Ming's just. Yeah. Just literally picking up uh, Saka and throwing him. To, when I, uh, <laughs> what do you mean? It's, it's Arsenal. What do you want me to tell you? Seventy <laughs> third um, minute. Eddie ESR Vieira on for Erdegaard, who looked like he was uh, struggling. Lukonga and Zinchenko first game back after he missed a game for injury. I um, think we have gone a five three two. Eddie and Jesus up front. Xhaka in the, the uh, party hole. Martinelli and Saka playing as wing-backs. ESR and Vieira in a midfield three, just ahead of Xhaka. I edited that four times. Had to go back and change it from a 4-4-2 to a 5, to a, to a 1-up. Then I thought, 
I'm really not sure, like people said, what is going on. And then 75th minute, um, a throw in for United, bounces off of Ronaldo, quickly through to Ericsson, who lays it off for Rashford. We stood no chance. We had so many people upfield. It was just Ramsdale must be fat. We've seen Ramsdale when he concedes one goal. He's furious. The dressing room air must have been blue with him because he was let down horrendously by, is it called a high press, isn't it? Yeah, yeah let down. Yeah. But you can't do it with players that are going to be that quick. I mean, Ericsson could put a ball through the eye of a needle. When you've got quick wingers, you've got Rashford, who is having the game of his life, and you've got Ericsson passing the ball around with, with gay abandon, and then you keep doing the same thing. So uh, do we just move on from that, or does anything you want to yeah, say? There's, not, there's, there's nothing, uh, okay. you, say. There's nothing um, you need to say at the end of the day. We know what happened. Yeah. Um, inexperience, um, you know, showing its, its ugly head, uh, as you know, this is these are the these are the situations when it comes to having a young squad. You've got a high ceiling, but there's going to be moments where we might, you know, shit hits the ceiling. Yep, and then 82nd minute, Jacka fell over. <laughs> they almost got a, another breakaway, and we end the game on a high. Um, somewhere amongst this lot. Fabio Vieira did an Urzelish type goal um, ball, but we don't know where that was. I, I think need to. Of his no, tits and he I'm it. not. I I am off, but I'm not <laughs> <laughs> making it up. I've sobered up quite substantially since we've been talking, and I'm 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 trying desperately to find this Fabio Vieira pass that well, was made to the back post to Martinelli. Stop if teasing there is people, it, if there's a, if, it. If, if guys, uh, this is my Twitter handle right here. If you find a clip of it, please tweet me. I would really appreciate it. Or if you have a video, an extended video replay of the game, please do that. Send that to me um, as well, and I'll do the hard work. I don't mind, but oh my God, it really well, shows I'll find what you can turn into. I've downloaded 25% yeah, of the game, but I can't I, to pause it. No, that's fine. That's fine. But I, it was, it's a pass that really shows you what this Fabio Vieira guy can do and why there was so much hype around him in Portugal last season. Like Crimson Pirate says, we went for it. Attack, attack, attack. Then silly, uh-oh. True. And uh, the final note I made, ending the game on a high, 86th minute, Saka tried to kill one of their players and got booked. Lovely. Don't fuck with Saka. He's six foot one of muscle and skill. He'll have you. So uh, that's that's all the notes I made on it. So other than that, that's uh, I've got nothing else to add. Um, did we have any? I haven't got any questions highlighted. Anybody got anything they want to add before we go? Because we've been doing this for one hour, ten minutes, and Deke has got Chinese. Have you ordered it, or are you waiting until after the show? No, it's here. It's here. It's How long ago was it? Arrived. Did it arrive? About that's why I did that. I did that as the five minutes. Oh well, we're not taking any questions. <laughs> no, it's I'm fine. Not, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Um, I've got I've got bacon that's four days out of date. Jonathan saw it. Jonathan saw it. Jonathan saw it. Agree that pass from uh, Vieira to Martinelli was incredible. He saw are it. You, are you teasing no. him, Jonathan, or did you no. really see it? He knows what I'm talking about. It was a pass that really showed you what he could do. I can't wait to show you the video, guys. It was amazing. It was so well, We good. can't show I'm it on here because we'll get demonetized from the one pound we make from the show. Yes. Before we go, um, thank you very much to Cliff, who stuffed a $4.99 down our pants. I'm hoping it's American dollars, not Canadian dollars, because that's uh, 
almost worthless at the moment. So thank you very much for that. Thank you very much to everybody who has been watching. To all the new names I've not seen, like uh, Barb's is a new name that I don't remember seeing unless people have changed their name. Malawi, that's another new one. Um, SJ335, hello to you. Um, Arshad, I don't remember your name. I think I'd recognise your little avatar. I've not seen that before. Um, see if there's any other names there that uh, I've seen Shane before. Crimson, I've seen the Matt, the Matt Hatter. That's a name I've not seen before. Um, so there you go. Uh, and Jonathan, I've don't remember seeing Jonathan's name before. So uh, there you go. Jonathan's yeah, just we're... jumped in. Jonathan's just jumped in and just gone. Fabio Vieira, baby. He, he saw that pass. He saw the pass. He saw the oh. pass couple of quotes before we go from Rudy. Cheers, Rudy. Mikel on his biggest frustration, quote, that we should come here and win the game. From the way we played because of our performance, to come here with these boys and play the way we have played and dominate, when you are here at the top, you have to win the game. Agreed. Oh, and finally, Gentile says hello. Right, that's it. We're all done. Uh, there will be no, for the first time in 28 weeks, there will be no Sunday roast. I've asked most of my, all of my lot. They either didn't reply or they can't do it. It has to be a certain type of person to do it. Deke has just spent an hour and a half of his life with here, so it's unfair to ask him to come and do it. And so I'm going to go and uh, I don't know what I'm going to do. Probably I've got, I've got all these... Uh, if anybody, does anybody there click Pokemon? Because if you do, I've got all of these listed on it. I've got all these to list on eBay. This side are the ones that I haven't done yet, and the rest of them I have. So there you go. That's um, it takes me fucking eight hundred odd Pokemon cards. That's what that's what I'm going to be doing for them until the day I bloody die. Um, oh, and Crimson says he enjoys the roast. Ah, oh, another another quote from Rudy. Vieira is a very good passer. I watched him in the under twenty one game and thought he would be great for us. Watch oh, my video from Rudy himself. Lovely, um, Mr. Deke. Where can people find you if they like the cut of your jib? They can find me here if you want to see more jib. You can find me on this Twitter sphere right for here. For people that are uh, taking the dog for a walk, driving the car, having a poo, oh, having a shower or a bath, what is it? Yeah, agreed, agreed. It's at Deacon Justified, so D-E-A-C-O-N-J-U-S-T-I-F-E-D. Lovely. Keesby Knight says, we will hold a Virgil for the roasties. We made it to half a year. Um, yeah, so... Um, no vigils here, no vigils here. No. Um, no, don't do those candlelight vigils. If I get murdered, do not do a candlelight vigil. I want people going out with axe, bats, guns, and knives and finding the people, chopping them up and chucking them in the river. That's what, you That's do. what I want. That's what I want. But I live in a village and stuff like that yeah. doesn't happen in my village. We're too, too, too <laughs> nice here. Um, London. Oh, Jesus. I'm born in London. I was born in London, so I can say, yeah. shit yeah. hole. We're done with unless, we're you're, done unless with. you're a billionaire, that is, I'd imagine it's quite nice. I've been in a few of those. They're quite nice. They're quite swanky. Yeah. Uh, that was in the, my, that, that was a rebalaclava one in the in the wee wee small hours nicking silver candlesticks, but we won't go into that. Um, right, Deke, thank you very much. It's been a pleasure as always. No worries, no worries. Uh, to be fair, as I said, I was it, I thought I, I thought this was going to be quite difficult talking uh, about a game like this with raw emotion, um, but I feel like we handled it quite well, and I feel like the chat handled it quite well as well. So thank you to everyone that jumped in. If you haven't already liked the video, please do. If you uh, if you want to share it, share it around. Let's try and spread some positive vibes when it comes to the Arsenal fan base after a situation like this. We're going to have a great season, guys. Let's just have a little bit of fun with it. 
I agree with that completely. Uh, we will be back um, sometime this week. I might do a loan update. Um, Chris will be doing organising the podcast. We're playing in the Europa League, back in Europe. Love it. Back in Europe for the uh, playing some Swiss cooking. Yeah, enjoy makers. Europe as well. We've got Europe yeah. as well, guys. Enjoy we'll it. Smash, enjoy it. Let's we'll have smash all of them. Exactly. Let's have It'll some fun good. with that. It will be in the oh look, everyone's all on Twitch at the same time. We've got Crimson Pirate, we've got Sky Spray Sprag, I can't say that. And uh Skygy. Skygy. Spray. Sounds like something you'd just spray cats when they're in heat. Right, I'm waffling. Thank you very much, everybody. We will see you later. Enjoy the oh, we've got two outro videos. So we do the oh, I'll do the Dave and Steve one. And I'm going to make some more outro videos because they can get a bit boring. So uh, here is the video. We will see you later. Thank you very much. As soon as I scored that goal, I was fucking livid. Splendid business. Get down, dog.